cliffcentral.com Yo, I put it like wow, this that sound These oaks don't work hard like me, I hope they know by now Bayo Bear, stand my ground Throw these money trees, go overseas like Percy Tow I make sure you stay around, quiet when I'm under loud No negatives allowed, me positivity took a vow I always play to win Anticipate loss. Mind always in the clown, my boy. Never think about the drop. Never, ever, ever think about the drop. MKT and Newcastle fans, look away now. Because this is how you conduct a takeover, right? It's this easy. This is how you do a takeover. Stealth, precision, art supplies from a preschool. You know... Newcastle are fiddling around. They're doing a lot of different weird things. Amanda Staveley charging millions. Yeah. How do you do a takeover? Just like this. Blue cokey pens. Maybe that's a secret for Newcastle. Yeah, exactly. Get a five-year-old to redesign the club crest. This is the PTP show. The takeover is complete. complete. Mind, body, soul, privates. I own them all. <laughs> we've got an awesome show coming up. We're going to do a break, even though we've not really done any work yet. But it's a technical thing. So James can earn some money. Pay James now. Cliffcentral.com The absolute state of this. Imagine waking up this morning. This is the video you get. That our ex-esteemed leader, MKT Umbolelo. This is where he is right now. Do you know what he did? He did a do, you know, like the president of Afghanistan. He just, <laughs> he just took off. He just took off. Look at that. Bush, C. It's all happening. He's out in the Titsi Karma rainforest for the Otter Trail Run. I send a message to everyone this morning. I'll go, hey guys, listen. MKT, is he running? Can we track him? He's like, no, I'm not running. I'm working. I was 37% less impressed with him. I was very impressed with him yesterday. Less impressed. That's where he is. That's a beautiful place. I'd rather be here, Senzo, with you. Absolutely. You know, looking fresh, clean. Thanks, you know, always looks good in a t-shirt, Senzo. This is the PTP show. The takeover is complete. It went from MKT to PTP. Give us your OTP. That's how we fund this whole thing and stay on the internet. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? We got James in the back, Ryan in the back. We got the guys in studio with us. We got sound guys going. We got you joining us. Coming up in this show, we're going to be talking Nations League. We're going to be looking at Belgium. You guys were having a conversation yesterday about Salah versus Hazard. Who yeah. was a better dribbler? Yeah. We're going to be bringing that up. Tyson Fury. I want you yeah. guys talking about Tyson Fury and YouTubers fighting. God help us all. Yeah, well, now, you know, you can do anything now. You know, can I mean? do. you can call out heavyweight champions and say, listen, yeah, I'm a YouTuber, but I'll knock you out. Imagine that. Eh? Any idiots can get on YouTube these days. It's and so say easy. whatever, dude. <laughs> it's so easy. Um, Paolo's weird world of football. I'm going to bring it forward today. I want to talk to you about, oh, by the way, Portugal are the futsal world champions. What does it mean? I don't care. I like saying Portugal won a World Cup. I'm not going to pass up the opportunity. That features in Paolo's weird world of football. It is the PTP show. People ask me, what does PTP mean? I can't tell you. I can't tell you because one of the P's stands for something not very nice. Hey, guys, 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 guys. I'll give someone money to tell me what the PTP stands for. 
my PIs, whoever whoever wants to be on it, like I'm telling you right now, dig up some dirt on Paolo. We have the OTP, so we can definitely pay that out. So um, yesterday we promised something. You know, we obviously a sports entertainment show. Entertainment is light, light on the ground. Um, we find ourselves funny. We don't know if that uh, extends across the board. I just want to give a shout out before we move into anything. There's amazing graphic work happening on this show, right? If you're listening to this on a podcast, you are totally listening out, missing out because there's amazing things happening. You would have seen the MKT graphic. I imagine somebody spent a few thousand czars. Yeah. Hey, that's light. It's backlit. It's somebody's, somebody's hard work. You know, that Blood, MKT. sweat and toil. Eh? Someone spent a lot of, someone had a designer, DTP. Yeah. They had to put the, the Cliff Central logo in there somewhere. Um, and uh, the guys just got a Koki pen, masking tape, redid it. But then the on-screen graphics. So if you look there in the top corner, it now says the PTP show. It is the same image Use real life taken into the virtual world. This is metaverse, right? We are transcending. Who knows where we live anymore? Who knows where we live? And James put that graphic together. And I was saying to James, maybe I'll bring him in here. James, how are you? James, you got your thumbs ready? I, I got my thumbs ready. Amazing. Those are some good looking thumbs. Your thumbs are looking more upright than they have been. Have you been doing exercises, thumb wars, flicking yeah. coins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I... I... <laughs> Are you flipping some coins? I I um I do live alone, oh. and I've just been sitting there at night doing this while I wait for my food to cook. That's some good stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, another thing is you could be touching on your phone, ordering Uber Eats, not mm. tipping your driver. Well, I look, I am the size of of a bus, so it could be that too. You're the James. You're the size of a football team's bus. Okay, luxury, beauty. Leather headrests. I'll tell you guys about the time that I saw the Manchester United team bus in Manchester. Let me tell you how bizarre this is. We go off, Senzo. You're going to love this story, right? Sure. Go off, Old Trafford, first time there. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Such a great story. I don't know if you've ever been around there. It's like, imagine the most industrial factory area you've ever been to mm-hmm. with Old Trafford in the middle. Right? Really? So that's where it is. The bus drops you up at the top there, and now you walk down towards the stadium. Amazing. You see Old Trafford over. If you've seen a stadium for the first time. So that bus way. Oh, you get in the bottom of Matt Busby Way. Mm-hmm. We came in past Neville's Hotel, Hotel right. Football, right? So that's the side we entered. Amazing. You see Old Trafford. Everyone wants to go to the mega store. I'm like, you know what? I'm not into the shopping. I want to go see the historical stuff. I want to yeah. walk up Matt Busby Way. Mm. Those houses are untouched. You cannot renovate those houses, right? Mm. I don't know if they belong to the club or if they belong to people. You can't change them. They, mm-hmm. They're part of the, the, the area. So we go check out, do what we do, and it's about three hours before the game. Okay. We now walk around, we're looking for food, and there's all these like little caravans around. And we want to cross the road, but there's a big black bus just there, just in the road. The mm. same road, all the cars are, whatever. And I'm looking at this bus, and I go, wow, this bus looks amazing. The sort of bus James thinks he is. This, I'm trying to pay James a compliment. If you are a bus, the size of a bus, which you're not, you're one of those luxury buses mm-hmm. that sportsmen use. That's the compliments I'm paying you. Uh, you could have just said James Beauty is on the inside. Like the bus. Like the bus. Because well, buses don't we look go. very nice. So I look at this bus and I go, at the top there of the bus. Now this is, what's the fanciest bus you've ever seen? Jeez, like. Well, probably one of the team buses that I saw during 2010. Like, right? Yeah. But that by a thousand. Because those were like 
Yeah. Bulk bought at Westpac. Actually, buses. actually, no. The spring, the the, the Springbok bus. Right. The Springbok okay. bus is pretty. The Springbok bus is starter pack. Is the base model serious? right? Is the base model with no CD player compared right. to the Manchester United one. Blacked out, but no badges, nothing on it. Yeah. And I look there and I go, that guy at the top there. I don't have the best nose, but I'm going. That guy looks like Marcus Rashford because Marcus Rashford, you can see the nose. Yeah. The guy's got a nose, right? Yeah. Saves the world, got a nose. And then I go, that guy next to him kind of looks like Pogba. That guy down there kind of looks like Lukaku. And I was like, I call my brother and I say, this is the Manchester United team bus. <laughs> so we're standing outside trying to look in. You can see the players clear enough. Mm. And we saw Mourinho. He's sitting at the top of the bus. He was the manager at the time. Mm. But what shocked us was just in the middle of no, the same street it runs on. Because mm-hmm. you think they're going to get escorts, yeah. police cars. And that was the game. I don't know if you remember. There was a time United were arriving late for games under Mourinho. Yeah. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. And then he got the police escort. They had to close the roads, yeah. whatever. I was like, because you're using the same damn roads. Yeah, exactly. Normal I'm people use. use yeah. You know? Amazing bus. We saw an espresso, uh, espresso machine on the bus. We serious? saw it. We saw that is pimped out bus. So, James, you are... A Premier League team's bus, my friend, and don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise. I've I've always wanted to be a bus with an espresso machine. It's exactly. it's actually always, uh, believe it or not, been my life goal. Good. I've just never told anyone, and um, now my life is complete. You know. Good. Long-winded way to pay James a backhanded compliment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I'm feeling good. My team won last night. We're through to the finals. Life's good. So James is talking about Nations League. Senzo and I were debating whether it means anything to football teams. We'll get into that later. I dare you to say Spain, that meant nothing to them. We'll talk about it a bit later, but a part we left off yesterday was sports entertainment show. Maybe you're not into sports. Maybe there's not enough sports on for you during the week with not a lot of football. I want to talk about sports movies. I love sports movies. I don't know about you, Senzo. They're awesome. You know what I mean? They're awesome. I will always watch a sports movie. I like love autobiographical stuff. Mm. There's a new series on Netflix now called bad sports have you seen that okay talk to me about it quickly so it just popped up yesterday i'm gonna watch it but one of the the episodes just to tell you what this is all about Uh talks about uh the match fixing scandal in italy oh and taps into juventus players all being on nandrolone and that whole story are you serious and that's the sort of stuff it uh, gets into sports cheats big High profile, there's gambling stuff, there's match fixing. There's I love, match I'm, I'm about that actually. I'm all over I'm, I'm, that. I'm, I'm into the dark stuff. I love, I love it. I love it. Like love guys like who are funded sport. by like drug lords and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. We're into that. I want to talk about, I've picked out five sports movies, okay. right? Across the range of sports. Let's debate it. James, Ryan, all the guys sure. are here. This is, aren't the best. These aren't the definitive mm-hmm. list. These are just some that I've picked out that I go, I think these are cool sports movies. Yeah. You've got to give them a go. Not one to five, not anything. Right up there any given Sunday. Oh, St- Stephen Willie Beeman. That's my guy. My name is Willie Beeman. The Willie I've got Beeman. the ladies. What? Screaming. Screaming. I Stephen Willie another. Beeman. <laughs> I love Willie, that. Willie Beeman. But Al Pacino there is unbelievable. Inch by inch. Yeah, yes. Everybody plays that speech like... Guys, if that doesn't get if that speech doesn't get you hyped, like I don't, nothing ever. No, nothing will. You you are a, a baked potato. Exactly, that does not get you hyped. Any given Sunday, about fictional NFL team: Cameron Diaz, Al Pacino, Jamie Fox, Jamie Fox, LL Cool Martin J, Scors- Scorsese, the LL, LL cool, cool J. Like it's it is all star. Spoiler alert: A man's eye gets popped out. 
Oh, and they're playing the Knights. That is yeah, on the Sharks playing the Knights. Yeah, that is glorious. Tackled so hard, his eye pops out. That's any given Sunday football movie. Do you know what that shows you about sports teams? It's about ego. All those guys want to be the man in some way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? And it's like whoever you think you're on the team, you don't mess it up for the other guy. No, because he's got so much riding. Each man is an industry. And you watch football or sports movies and you go, oh, it's fictionalized. They're making a lot up. I don't think so. No. I think they are like, I don't know if you ever watch Ballers. Oh, Ballers, yeah. I love Ballers. Love Ballers. Ballers love, is the one. Love Ballers. Spencer Strasmore. And I'm telling you, I mean, let's not talk about Rock. Rock, the only person The Rock can play is, is The, the Rock. Rock. Yeah. Okay, like that's, he's, he's made a career out of playing The Rock. He, I think he plays down like how crazy NFL is because I don't think yeah. any of the stories are fictionalized. All that stuff you see You there, know who's crazy yeah. on Ballers? Ricky Jarrett. I love Ricky Jarrett. Denzel Washington's son. son yeah. That's amazing Ricky stuff. Jarrett is crazy. That's amazing stuff. So, Ballers, football. I watch I can't watch NFL. But I love football movies. Explain that you to me. You can't watch NFL. It's too long. And also, I don't have a connection. What I want to do with you guys, right? I think it would be a fun thing to do. NBA season's coming up next season, mm-hmm. next week. Maybe what we do something, week, next week or week after. Mm-hmm. What we should do is something where we go, based on the football team you support, who is the NBA team you should support? So, so take it like this. Mine fits perfectly. I support Manchester United. Mm-hmm. And I also support Chicago Bulls. Big in the 90s, had an iconic figure, iconic figure left, never been the same again. <laughs> I'm, so I'm a Lakers fan and I support Man United. So Lakers, you know, the most prestigious NBA club and they hate the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics for me are like Liverpool. So Big clubs from the 70s, right? Yeah. Am I right? So I think it'll be a fun exercise to do. Let's yeah, go, What depending what... Uh, a football team you support let's give yeah. you an NBA team an NFL team that's that's actually what's Mbulele going to do Vikings Vikings, Vikings right you, Vikings you explain it. I, think it's, I think it's a great thing we're going to do yeah, let's, let's do it next week or when NBA season kicks off NFL's going so maybe we should do it now yeah but um, also it's like preseason in the in NBA and NBA. also preseason is a joke yeah the, the fun thing about the NBA so Paolo do you know the fun thing in the NBA is when you watch um, the when it's trade season so before trade deadline so it's like transfer window season the most outrageous things happen, eh? Because you get like superstars that haven't won anything. And just like, you know what? Damn this organization. I'm going to go play with those guys. And the way LeBron James tailored it to, now players can choose their own destiny. So it's like, it's, and the amount of, you must see like organizations basically give up their future. So you say, okay, I want this. I'm going to go to this team. And then some teams will be like, okay, we'll give you like first, three first round picks. And like for this year and this year and this year. And it's, you must see the pieces that people... Some people like trade their whole future just for one guy. And he flops and then it's a big mess. It's one of the yachts. one of the greatest things. I'm going to pick that up with you. Uh, got a comment there. Remember the Titans is the best sports movie of all time. Strong side, left side. Don't disagree with that. If you've got your own suggestions of great football movies, drop it into us. This isn't our best list. It's, it's open for discussion that we were talking about. The great thing I love about NBA, right is um, why you have that is that because it's a five-man game, yeah. right? One guy can completely change a franchise. So that's why you do th- throw everything at it. You bring in one man, Paolo, the right man. Paolo, it depends. It's different. It's, the game's, game's very different now. For me, I think you need three guys. You need, but the problem with the big three is that, okay, if you have three superstars in one team, one guy, one guy has to be the man. There can only be one man in the team. 
and there are going to be sacrifices that have to be made. One guy's not going to get his numbers, meaning his money, and one guy's not going to get his stats. Okay. And there has to be... It's, it's like what's happening with um, the, the Brooklyn Nets now. They've got like three like crazy superstars. And, well, we all know who the man is, but like so, some people have their debates and stuff like that. It's, it's about ego. It's about ego at the end of the day, so it's crazy. But someone isn't good. The sacrifices have to be made. Do you want a ring or do you want to be... Well, that's it. Do you want to be a stat padder? I'm getting into NBA this season. I think I've been out of it too long. I was huge into it in my teens. Mm-hmm. Fell out of it. I'm getting back into yeah, NBA because this you season. have a great one, Michael Jordan. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't... Like, you know this debate about Kobe or, For me, or I'm LeBron a Kobe guy. Or, or Michael Jordan. I'm Michael Jordan, but who you're brought up with, right? I'm a Kobe guy because that's who was doing it. That's, he's the big... Big part why I support the Lakers. You know what I mean? And also, it's a one-man team. Like he's loyal. It's like, like the James Bond you grew up with. The James Bond you grew up with is the best Bond. I'm still deciding that because Pierce Brosnan was cool, but like guys, not nobody's cooler than Sean Connery. Nobody's That's cooler. Than- Sean Connery's the all-time. Sean Connery's yeah. the all-time. Funny enough, now that we've gone off to basketball, we're talking about uh, sports movies. You should consider looking into. We I don't have any basketball on this list. I'm going to throw in there. I can't remember the name. The Will Ferrell one. Um, semi-pro semi-pro no. that's your basketball movie James is giving a nod James turn <laughs> on your mic you gotta love that everybody <laughs> love everybody <laughs> semi-pro one of the <laughs> in the giggles got James in the gigs <laughs> you know what makes me laugh about that movie is is just the style it's done in and the very high high pants it's it's <laughs> Because Coach Carter was also dope. Coach, Co- Coach Carter was good. Uh, Coach Carter was very good. Coach Carter, and I think what's going to come in, I think it could be all time, is the uh, King Richard with Will Smith playing the story of Venus, uh, Venus, Venus, Venus and, and Serena Williams' father. Right. I think that's going to be all time. Yeah. I think that's going to be all time. Also on this list, hey, if you're into skateboarding, sometimes we have a knock at skateboarding. I love skateboarding. I think it's a it's a really cool sport. But you, you got one job: stay on the board. Watch these two together, right? Dogtown and the Z-Boys yeah. or Lords of Dogtown? Lords of Dogtown. So Lords, Lords of, of Dogtown, Dogtown is, is the movie. Dogtown and Z-Boys is the documentary. you got to watch them together. Yeah. These are the kids from the Zephyr skateboard team that invented skateboarding. They took surfing, all ex-surfers, and they just started skateboarding. Yeah. There was a drought in LA at the time. Pools were empty. They started skating in the pools. This is the story. So like I say, Lords of Dogtown is the, the movie. Yeah. And then Dogtown. Did you like Moneyball? Did you watch Moneyball? Oh, Moneyball's so great. Moneyball, put Moneyball on the list. Yeah, Billy Bean. Oh, Zapeta, any given Sunday. Remember Titans, Major League 1 and 2. Oh, Major, Major League, I'm League. with you. I'm <laughs> with you. Southpaw, Moneyball, Friday Night Lights. Guys, too many. Too many. But, but it's money- always football. Football's great for stories. But do you think, do you think for me, my, my question is Moneyball. You know the story right behind Yeah. There. Do you think Billy Bean regrets it now? Not, not taking that job. Oh man! Not, not taking the socks job. Do you think he regrets it? it, it, it it's got to be. Remind listeners if they if they haven't watched the movie, what that that point in time actually is. Okay, so Moneyball. What happens is that Billy Bean like is actually a real guy and stuff like that, and he said um, so. He developed the system like he doesn't care about you know how flashy a player is and whatever, and that he was he purely picked a player based on stats. So that's what he and he figured it out. And towards the end of the movie, because he's, he's, he kind of regrets that his uh, baseball career didn't go that well because he made a decision based off money. And then what happens is that J.W. Henry, 
owner of the Boston Celtics and Liverpool makes him an offer to come general manage his team. And J.W. Henry, what, JW, what, what Billy Bean does is he turns the offer down because he said he'll never make another decision based on money. And then what happens is that the Boston Celtics go and they win the World Series after 80-something years. They break the curse of the Bambino. So that's what happens. So, and the curse of the Bambino is when um, Babe Ruth used to play for the so- Sox and he went to the Yankees and the Yankees started winning everything. So, yeah. James got excited when you said Babe. Um, babe was a movie, but not the sports movie, with James. A, with a pig, huh? <laughs> hey, I didn't say that. That's not where I was going. That's not where I was going. <laughs> I'm, I'm a good Christian boy. Um, there was a movie Ryan and I were trying to remember the name of that was probably a, a movie we both grew up with and one of our favorites. It's with, we, we can't remember the name. It's with Jaden Smith, if I'm not mistaken. And the the guy gets his shoe. Like Mike is the movie, isn't it? That's with oh. little Bow Wow, man. Like Mike. <laughs> like Mike. Well, like Mike, where he, where he gets Michael, Michael Jordan's shoes. Yes. And like he plays in the NBA and they get... Yes. Uh, no, dude. Do not the best possible movie is actually, guys. Space, Space Jam. Jam. Well, you know, I, I considered guys, putting Space Jam on Space this Space Jam is all time. I don't know if you guys have watched the new Space Jam. Is nope. it out yet? Oh, don't even do it. Don't even do it. What's he playing against robots? Oh, you know what? The first Space Jam was awesome. Because, again, Michael Jordan, Kobe. Uh, Bugs Bunny, dog. The first Space Jam is untouchable. So I watched with my daughter. She watched the new Space Jam. She's like, hey, I really like it. My daughter's 11. She's not really into cartoons, but she actually quite liked it. I said, you're going to love the original Space Jam. Yeah. You're going to love it. Love the original. Mm-hmm. Love, even though it doesn't hold up graphic-wise and doesn't look yeah. as good. Um, but Space Jam is good. Space Jam is really good. Lots of fun. Um, like Mike, a story, Lil Bow Wow, he was a rapper in the late 90s, sort of like Early a 2000s. Nickelodeon version of yeah. Snoop Dogg and Nate Dogg. Mm-hmm. Was he related to them? No. No they connection? Just made, they just made up that story. That is only one level above Airbud. Above what? Airbud, the one with the dog who plays yes. basketball. No one says a dog can't play basketball. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's wow. like Mike is one level above that. On this list, I also want to chuck in there football movie starring Pele, Bobby yeah. Moore. Okay. Uh, there is somebody else that I'm missing, but Sylvester Stallone, Escape <laughs> to Victory. I've never watched You ever it. heard this movie? 1981, you got to find this movie. Sylvester Stallone, it's set in World War II, gets, uh, uh, gets captured mm-hmm. and put in a POW camp. And he arranges, uh, he's American, plays a goalkeeper, mm-hmm. he arranges a football match against Nazi soldiers, right? But that's exactly like, um, what's that? It's like Mean Machine. The Mean Machine was based off of it. Yeah. Um, yeah the mean Machine Longest Yard. Match. Yeah. So yeah. Escape to Victory was the original Sylvester Stallone with the worst goalkeeping performance I've seen since David De Gea's in the Villarreal uh, Europa League final loss. No, 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 no. Okay. Sorry, just since David De Gea. That's it. Full stop. Dave saves. Dave saves. Have you seen? Um, <laughs> have you seen? Well, obviously, guys. There's one that we haven't mentioned, and it's an all timer. Chariots of Fire. You got. You know, Chariots of Fire. I'm so scarred because we studied it in school, mm-hmm. and every time I think of that movie, I think of being in school. I'm not into it. Uh, Chariots of Fire is a good one. Ryan. Ryan's on the mic. Paolo, I wanted to ask you: Does Flubber count as a sports movie? Because he became a, there was a basketball thing in the. It, it in was there. a basketball. I mean, it didn't have Robin Williams in it, and then it was 
he invented something that you yes. put under the, the basketball yes. shoes. or the shoes. Yeah. Yes. No, it's not a it's not a sports movie. Guys well, it, it gets into the territory of people arguing that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yes. You know. <laughs> so, so it goes: Is Flubber a sports movie? You know, it's also awesome. Um, autobiographical or biographical. Rush, James Hunt, and Nicky Lauda. Oh, oh my God! Listen, any of the Formula Ones. Rush, any of the Formula Ones. Rush is awesome. McLaren versus Ford. Uh, McLaren McLaren versus versus Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah. Also, James Nicky Lauda against uh, James Hunt, and it's got who's this guy? James. It's got Thorne. James Hemsworth. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's really really cool. That is great. That is great. On the very fast cars front, um, Senna. Also, very, oh, yeah, very Senna, good. Senna, Senna, but, Senna, yes, but it's, it's a bit of a tearjerker. Eh? Yeah, you know what? Like, I recently watched the Schumacher one. Nothing I haven't watched it Senna. yet. I'm too scared. No, it's, nah, it's not. It's not. It's, I thought you're going to see. I thought it's going to close off with a shot of like, him, probably like long talking. distance. Yeah, yeah it's like, like are you check him in his Schumacher garden, in his garden, something. And it, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting to see. I didn't get it. Senna's better. Have yeah, seen, Senna's good. Have you seen um, what documentary is it? Have you seen Muhammad Ali's documentary? Oh, forget about Say it. Say my name. Forget about it. Oh, what's my name? Forget Jeez. about it. He was. You, you, you get another level of respect for that guy. No, that's what I'm saying. Forget about it. Is that the one with Malcolm X? Yeah, with Malcolm yeah, X. Yeah. And then, like, it shows, like, Ali when he, like, stopped, like, when, when they took his boxing license. And then that's it. That's he's it. training for the Rumble in the Jungle. And then he goes to his old house. And, like, it's crazy. But he was a good guy. That's the thing. Like, all. all all the provider and everything was just for the cameras. But like off camera, that guy was like... We're not talking about the guy 30, 40 years later because he wasn't a good guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, Got to give a shout out to the Goal series. We all love yes. the Goal series on the show. Kingpin, a bowling movie. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. Kingpin, huh? Kingpin, based in the world of professional bowling. It is outrageously ridiculous. If you've watched it, Everyone who's watched it and goes bowling and they don't give you a bowling ball with a human skull in it, okay, you're severely disappointed. James, do not ask us a great movie, actually. Dodgeball. Dodgeball yes. is outstanding. Yes. Dodgeball is so good. Yes. If you can dodge, dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Look, when Lance Armstrong talks to him, look, they told me I was on my deathbed and, you know, I throat lung and testicular cancer. But if you want to quit, that's fine. <laughs> Another look, great Gridiron Gang. Gridiron Gang was good stuff. That was such an awesome movie. And of course, the the Godfather. Okay, the the clockwork orange of mm-hmm. all sports movies, Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> Don't at me. That is it. That is the number one sports movie. This has been fun. Birds flying formation. <laughs> Apparently, Ferguson and Guardiola both quote that. Don't at me. Mighty Ducks, the best. Even one, two, and three. Forget about it. It'll be fun talking about sports movies. Go check any of them out or suggest your own. We'll be back talking real football. Hey, this is a sports show. Apparently, PDP show. Send us your OTPs. Why not? <laughs> No, Mbulelo, I know nothing about that email. No. No, no, I'm sure your access cards will still work. No, no one took your parking space. I, I don't know. I don't know who sent that. Uh, listen, we kind of got a show to do here. I know you abscond from your responsibilities, but Senzo and I got things to do. All right. No, no, I'm sure. I'm sure your cards still work. I don't know about that. 
This is the PTP show. Justin Bolelo on the phone there, just letting him down easy. Claims that he's been told that his access cards won't work from Monday. I know nothing about that. Listen, we closed off talking about all-time top sports movies. Not a definitive list. Fun things. James said, like Mike. I even let that in on the list. That's how open to interpretation it is. Senzo's got the comments. You guys were loving the conversation. Add to the list. Otila Mukhale, Newcastle fan says, Newcastle take over. Billionaires never lose. You must be excited. <laughs> Let's just touch on that a yeah. bit, right? Okay. So, I'm cynical. Yeah. And I noticed this Newcastle takeover story comes in every single transfer, just before transfer window, mm-hmm. and in every single international break. And I don't know if it's Ashley's way of just buying time. So apparently it's the Saudi investment fund who are not associated to the Saudi government because they do not pass the fit and proper person's test, Mm -hmm. right? And this is what delays it because the Premier League has to be sure that this is not Saudi Arabia who kind of don't like human rights, much like, much like the show, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) kind of don't like human rights. Um, but we're equal bigots. Like we hate everybody. Well, no, that's what we were bigots. We hate everyone equally. There's, There's no, no, that, that's what we're about on the show. So they've had to convince the Premier League that it's not Saudi Arabia. It's yeah. a Saudi Arabia sovereign fund, I think it is, which is an investment vehicle for Saudi Arabia because they realize people are no longer going to need oil. Mm-hmm. They need other revenue streams. And that's what the latest round is. So mm-hmm. they've convinced them that they're independent. Mm-hmm. And now it wasn't only that. It was a TV deal. Oh, I don't goodness. know if you heard about okay. the TV deal, right? I heard, I heard a little bit about it, yeah. So in Saudi Arabia, BN Sports, which is a massive Premier League rights holder, mm-hmm. There's a Saudi Arabian company mirrors and basically pirates their feed to Ooh. transmit Premier League matches into Saudi Arabia. That's the big deal. Mm. It's not about human rights. Mm. It's about Saudi Arabia show Premier League matches for free, basically for free because yeah. they're stealing the stream. Yeah. Um, and that's what this whole deal is about. So that's been taken apart and broken up. So now this deal can go ahead. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> Sorry, Newcastle fans. Anyone of my generation. We got a soft spot for Newcastle because they came in. Andy Cole, Peter Beardsley came to the Premier League, ripped it up by storm for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. They were the entertainers. Yeah. So I, I, we all hate what's happening at Newcastle. It's sad. Oh, it's terrible. It's, it's a nightmare. awful to watch. Anyway, another comment by Lulama goes, goal one, two, and three. A bit obvious. You know, you know what fans are called on this. Shout out. Oh, Santiago Munoz, the man. Shout out to the goal series. And then they say, that sport is us. Bad Sports is also, is the one. There is an episode on Hansi. Yes, Bad Sports. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw that as well. There's Hansi one. I got, I'm all over that. I've got to get into that. But that Hansi thing is sad. Eh? I know. So tragic. Listen. Yeah, and especially like how it all mm, comes. I know. It makes you very suspicious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Awesome questions. Yeah. And then they say, uh, the greatest game, the greatest game ever played. Coach Carter, remember the Titans? Yeah. Um, remember the Titans great. Nico Christinger goes, why does it look like Senzo lost weight, been under stress? Dude, Nico, if only you knew, my man. Gee whiz, if you only knew. No, but I'll be fine, don't worry. He will be fine. Nothing worse than preparing. I don't know what's worse. Preparing for a tax exam that you don't get to write or writing one that you may not be counted. I don't know. I it's like the a same thing. choice. I think they're, the, they're the same thing. Because Nightmare. if you wrote it and then it, like it's, yeah, it's... But Nico, yeah. don't worry. Sends us in a safe space. Lots of hugs. In those breaks, you know why we take those breaks? Only reason. Because I'm breaks. busy crying, dude. I'm Hug crying breaks. my eyes out. Um, James comes in. 
Ryan, you've seen that guy got massive arms. Yeah, and they hug me. Oh, I mean, hug uh, so good. So everything's okay, Nico. Sensor, I have a question for you. Yeah, bro. Um, was your uh, last week or so very taxing? Oh, my God. Oh, my. Every deity in the world. Ryan giving a little golf clap there. Oh, my. Every deity in the world. Taxing. Was, I'm the dad. Taxing. I'm the dad. I should be making dad jokes. Yeah, I should. I should I'm better I'm, than that. I'm, do, I'm doing the recon now. See, doesn't get the doesn't get the joke. We all know the sensor guarantee. You relax. He takes care of your tax. Plays some sax. Takes you to get vaxxed. If Boom. he does not do that, you call me. You call me. I'll sort it out. Exactly. And then uh, yeah, Otsilo just says tax is stressful. And then um, Nico Kritzinger goes Friday Night Lights. Oh, forget about. It. The, the sh- I haven't the, seen the the movie. I mean, I Dawson the- Dawson from Dawson's Creek was in it. Really? He was the guy. Then they made the TV show. The TV show sucked. The movie was fantastic all time. You see, oh, um, okay. And then yeah, um, Lunamo goes. Adulting causes weight loss. Adulting's a trick, guys. It's a trap. Don't do it. <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> it's a trap. And then uh, Nico just said, agreed with you, Paolo. Can't follow it either. And then yeah, what NBA team is Newcastle? What's he like ask? You well, what NBA team is Newcastle? What NBA team? Huge is... potential, terrible owners, <laughs> paint by numbers coach. No, you can't say it's Bulls because Bulls were actually winning stuff. Bulls were something. Bulls are Manchester United. Philadelphia. Philadelphia 76ers. They like Newcastle. Huge potential, should be bigger, massive fan base. But they suck. Good call. Does Will Smith support Newcastle? I mean, you I mean the the the. Uh, I actually don't know. Does Will Smith? I've seen him at uh, Philly games. I've seen but him. But he's at from Lakers Philadelphia. Games. He is. He is. West well, Philadelphia, born and raised. Exactly. Oh, on the playgrounds, where he spent most of his days. Exactly. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing on, uh, cooling on. Exactly. This- oh, Lulama said, "Have you seen ESPN Thirty for Thirty broke?" Oh man, listen, Thirty for Thirty is, is the gold standard of sports content. Like what? It is the gold standard. Oh, anything. Just to carry on on this, um, the last dance, guys. If you haven't seen The Last Dance about Michael Jordan's last season, like there is no sportsman. The only guys you can put on that level, probably Ronaldo and probably Tiger Woods, like in terms of like mentality. And but Michael Jordan takes everything personally. If you exactly, if you've not watched The Last Dance, get that camera on me. <laughs> we take that personally on the show. If you've not, that's 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 homework. That's entrance fee to get into watch the show. You got to watch the last dance. Another one I'm waiting for. This is going to be an absolute nightmare. Him and his little buddy Griezmann, who did the choice. Remember, he did the choice. Mm-hmm. Griezmann, when he first stayed at Atletico, uh, uh, Pogba's doing the same. Oh yeah, Pogba's doing the same. All of this is for that damn documentary. He's doing the same thing. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Yeah, sorry, I'm not, yeah, that's what he's doing. I know the shots are coming. Pogba looking pensive with his little apparently he's made a killmonger hair. Of course he's made a decision for the documentary, just in time. <laughs> just in time for the documentary. Yeah. I wanted to call you up on one thing there. What is so funny, John W. Henry. Remember the time when he was trying to moneyball Liverpool and signed <laughs> Andy Carroll and Stuart Downing? Yeah. <laughs> James, look at him. James is puffing out his lips because he knows that was a terrible time. It doesn't work. Those were <laughs> dog time. Brentford apparently moneyball. Brentford moneyball. Do they? I think they own some uh, tech... Uh, tech billionaire, uh, and he sort of took the money ball principle, so Brentford money ball. But I don't know, man. There's some things you can't quantify in sports. Eh? I'm uh, I'm sorry, like there are things like that you can't quantify, and like 
look, the stats are awesome and whatever, but... I think top end. I think at the top end, you do need that. But I think when you're middle and you need to maintain, I think you can get to a point where you're averaging out and you're mitigating the unknowns. So you take that out of the equation. So I think for Brentford, could money ball. Liverpool can't money ball. No, no, no. Liverpool need X factor. Yeah, of course. And you can't quantify X factor. As we know on the show, so much X factor. People try to box us. They try to stats. Nothing. Nothing happening. Listen, the guys were getting very excited before the show talking about Tyson Fury. I'm going to hand over to Senzo, James, and Ryan. Fight fans. Fight night. Guys, take it over. Tell us why we're getting excited about Tyson Fury. Look, I'm not getting excited about this fight for one reason. We've seen the first two. And Tyson Fury walked the first two years. The first one, yeah, he got hit. But like that was a lucky punch. Also, guys, Deontay Wilder hasn't fought anybody in the top 20. He hasn't beaten anybody in the top 20 worth writing home about. And he's only got one trick. If his haymaker doesn't land, then he doesn't have a plan B. Guys, Tyson Fury will outbox him. Like, we, it's going to be the same result as, this, as the second fight. Like, I don't know what we're doing. I, they shouldn't have signed. The problem so, was, what is this? This is like a series of fights. It's the third one now. The first I, one was a draw. I don't follow, but I hear. And I'm going, it seems like these guys are always boxing each other yeah. and fighting each other. <laughs> the first one was a draw, right? The second one, Tyson Fury walked. Like, he, it was actually embarrassing to watch. And then Tyson Fury was supposed to fight Anthony Joshua. Yeah. And then Wilder was like, no, listen, I'm exercising my clause because people don't read contracts properly. And apparently there was a clause there that there was one for, if he loses, then he's allowed to go, go in for a third one. And then I wonder what he's going to blame now because last time he was blaming that his equipment was too heavy and like, I was just like... How can a boxer say his equipment's too heavy? Like, last time he... Like a costume he, and like it's... Yeah, he, he blamed the fact that his, his walkout costume was too heavy he and it made it. him fatigued by the time he got to the ring. But he chose it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, you know, anyone who thought Mike Tyson made boxing ridiculous... <laughs> I mean, Honestly, whenever favor. whenever the Gypsy King's involved, I'm just around for the story. Like the show is just insane. It's but they're saying whoever wins this fight, whoever wins this fight, has to fight Dylan White because Dylan White has been waiting. He's been waiting for. Him. So they say whoever wins this number one contender is Dylan White, and also now Tyson Fury is. Yeah, Tyson. I see Tyson Fury is talking a lot, eh? but I, but I talk a lot as well because like. I mean, what I, after what I did to him, he says, he, he says this weekend he's going to retire uh, Deontay Wilder. He says this weekend, once I'm done with him, his boxing career is over. And he's saying, yeah, he must, because um, Anthony Joshua lost his, lost his fight. He says Anthony Joshua can come to, to him to get some coaching before his fight and whatever. So, yeah. Who's your money on? Oh, Fury. James? Easy, Tyson Fury. Easy, so, easy. Ryan, you got a skin in the game? Yeah, I'll, I'd also go with Fury. But not his son, though. His brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, when's the fight happening? Uh, Saturday night? Sunday morning. Sunday mo- early, early Sunday morning for us. Everyone here. Team, I don't even think I'm going to stay up to watch it. Team Tyson. No? Nah. Team Fury. Senzo, I think you should, dude. Honestly. Like, dude, it's, the show is just going to be a spectacular. No, I have to go. Will Deontay Wilder come out and hit? What's he going to wear? But that's the thing. Cause <laughs> Nothing, because he doesn't want to be oh, fatigued. Like, he's just going to show up naked. Didn't he like prep it before? I mean, should that's he put thing. it on before and went, oh, this is not No, great. But, Ty, but the thing is, Deontay Wilder, like if you see him, like he's also, he's busy on like um, reality TV shows yeah. about, you know, people and they, like 
wags. Yeah, he's on, yeah, he's on wags and stuff like that. So I'm just like, this guy's busy getting but, pissed and stuff like that. That's why he, that's the, why he can't fight and stuff. That's that's what amazes me about uh, not so much MMA but boxing is these fighters always have the most bizarre excuses. So uh, Deontay Wilder said his equipment was too heavy. When Logan Paul fought, I think it was KSI, after the fight he said, the first thing I did this morning when I woke up was sneeze three times, so my body was already compromised and blah, oh, blah, come blah. on. All of these fighters have the most bizarre excuses for why they didn't want to fight. Well, I mean, listen, can we call, and you guys, I want to ask you about it as well. You guys were talking about Logan Paul and name chats. I want to get into that. Can we call Logan Paul a fighter no. or a, YouTube who likes to, a YouTuber who likes to get punched? Ryan nodding his head. James and Sens are not no, so sure. No. What's that story? What were you guys talking about earlier? Logan Paul, what's he up to? Guys, do you really think that Logan Paul is going to knock out Floyd Mayweather? Come on, guys. Let's not be stupid about this. Let's... When's this happening? No, it happened already. Yeah. Okay. What's, so what's the name change thing? Uh, Logan Paul it, said if you knock someone out, someone's got to change your name. Yeah, it was actually last night. Jake Paul put a... Which is Logan Paul's brother. Right. He put up a thing for Tommy Fury. He's been calling Tommy Fury out to fight for the past couple of weeks now. Tommy Fury responded by saying uh, for a million dollars it's not even worth getting out of bed for um, because Jake Paul's going to make so much money. I mean, these YouTube fights, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather made, I don't know, easily over 100 million over the last fight without even trying. And so Jake Paul said, and it's the most money that Tommy Fury's ever, ever made for a fight, but he's saying the amount of money that they can make off that, off that fight one million is not even worth getting out of bed for. So Jake Paul... I must be nice. Must I'm be sorry nice. to interrupt you, but I'd do a lot for a million dollars. Of course, dog. You've never seen that kind of money. <laughs> no, so, this is the thing. So last night, he, he started trolling Tommy because he, he put it out, out on TikTok and said, I'm not going to even like bother with this. And then he first started out by saying, all right, guys, I will give you a million if you fight me. And I will pay for your crew to fly first class because you guys, he found a photo of him at some like local flight agency <laughs> flying like standard. <laughs> and so he said, I'll pay for your whole crew to go first class and a seven night stay in any Western hotel, which is four stars, which is yeah. the best he'll get. And then it further went on. He found a video saying, I think it was Tyson Fury or it was the father of someone that said if he loses... Um, he's going to change the Fury name from Tommy. So then he said, I'll tell you what, I'm going to up the game even more now. I'll offer you an extra 500K. This is the final deal. But if I win, then you have to change your name for a year to Tommy Fumbles instead of Tommy Fury. So now it's caused a whole bunch of controversy and he's trolling him online. It's hilarious. But these are YouTube guys. Like, Imagine like, Paolo, it's like, do you know, I was watching this other thing where, you know, People call out like guys who have played in the in- so this one NBA guy he wasn't very good in the NBA but he's got a show where people call him out and they say I'll play you one on one and he mops the floor with them guys you guys forget these are professionals eh do you think Floyd Mayweather is gonna fight um Logan Paul seriously do you really think this is a guy who hasn't lost to any boxer and imagine if that guy connects you properly well, that's you it. might never wake up ever again. Like, these YouTube, these guys, these guys, you guys give them airtime. Like, I've got no time for these guys. Listen, we've already established we are living proof any moron can go onto YouTube. It's not that 
not. I'm not getting into a ring with a boxer, guys. There's no ways. I'm not getting into a ring with a boxer. Listen, I saw, I've seen boxers. We were here. Flip, Flip was here last week. Flip is a springbok. They're it's more, massive. He, that man, did you see his hands? <laughs> right? Okay. Now imagine a boxer. I'm not, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for, I like my life. I like living. I've become used to it. Yeah. I've done badly over the years mm. with life. I don't want it to end. I'm not, I'm not fighting a fight if I'm not a fighter. No, no ways. YouTubers are morons. Uh, listen, coming in the comments, what else? What are the movies we got in there? Space Jam. The replacements. Uh, ice hockey movie Goon. I saw that. I never, I've never watched Goon. I'm interested to watch that. It's recommended t- Tin Cup and Field of Dreams. I think Kevin Costner was in both of those. Yeah. And a movie Warrior. Nico is saying the movie Warrior. Not heard of it. Interesting. Ha- ha- Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Yes. I'm the old day for it. I'm the old day for it. But, so, yo, and Adam Sandler used to be funny. He's not funny anymore. He's rich. couldn't care less. He is rich. That guy took Netflix for a ride. Guys, we... Uh, they say, uh, Lulama goes, Logan Paul and Jake Paul are the Carl Niehaus of boxing. <laughs> um, guys, politics. We, we've we've oh, goodness. Like, no, but you, that's the problem. Like, you know, people just say things because, like, they want to trend. Like, you know... Yeah, that's it. That's stupid. Do you know, I was thinking about it now. With my weight and my size, like, I don't have, like, like I weigh, like, 74, 75. If I had to be a boxer now, I'd have to fight Canelo Alvarez. And you know what that guy would do to me? He'd, like, Man, I'm, I'm never waking up again. In my 20s when I was fitter, right? Thought, I got into a ring with a... He was like an, he was a, a guy who boxed. He wasn't even a boxer. Yeah. How quick those hands are. That guy hit me 10 times. You don't see, any, you don't see it coming back. You only see it come, Like, it's ridiculous. Like... No, no ways. No, you can't be doing this. This is, this is murder. Uh, so that is the world of fighting. Yeah. But like- <laughs> so, sounds like it's a, a free-for-all. Uh, listen, we want to touch on a little bit of football before we go into the break. Uh, Europa Nations League, Europe Nations League. We're speaking about it yesterday and going, is it the Carabao Cup of international football? Like, you're not stressed if you don't win it, but it's nice if you do. Spain beat Italy in the first semi-final in Italy, ending 37-game unbeaten run. Three-year unbeaten run. Phenomenal. My thing is that, like, if it's look at that, that. if it doesn't mean anything to anybody, if it doesn't mean in, the no, Spanish have been reacting. Did you see the way Enrique and them were going off? That meant, man. Listen, I'm going to talk to you from a point of view, right, of a mm-hmm. Portugal fan. There are only so many trophies and international you can win for your country right and i don't care any footballer wants to win something for his country more than his club because there's so few it's so rare it's so difficult yeah and you put something else on the table to win the players are going for it i know what it meant to portugal when we won it it doesn't matter it feels good it's a smaller tournament it gives you more chances because maybe you're not a tournament team but you can pull it off over two three games yeah sure what scared me about spain i've got to tell you watch spain that was a young team. They looked potent as hell. Yeah, jeez, Gavi, guys. They Gavi, Pedro, 17 years old. And he looked like a veteran. Nothing, absolutely nothing bothered him. I want to read out some of the names on that starting lineup. I had the list here. Who are we looking at? So we got Gavi. We got uh, Pedri. Ferran Torres. I mean, Ferran Torres. Is that guy a striker? What is he? I don't know. He's a pip forward. Yeah. No, but I like my team in, in Spain is Valencia, and when he was playing for them, I was like, this guy won't be here for long. 
Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I was like, Valencia, we get looted. And I said, this kid won't be here for long. What's he going to do? Where does he end up at City? Nine? Does he end up as a striker or is he going to play this loose role? I don't know. They have, I think they have to put him at nine. He was potent yesterday. That, that header. But he was potent even against Arsenal. Yeah. That header, that is striker's that, 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 that is a striker's header. I mean, the, that's instinct. Don't remember, no chance because he's going one way and says, I'm going to send it back where it came from. Benucci, love it. Old chicken wing in the out in the head. I don't know, for me, I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think it deserved a card, eh? You know what? Busquets, Busquets is a bit of a fading force. Busquets in his prime did that all the time. Skullduggery. He was Constantly. The, he was the man of Skullduggery. It could not have happened to a nicer forehead. I was there all day for it. It was 100% a red card, but I'm so glad it happened to Busquets. Yeah, but like for me, I don't, I, don't like, I don't like the Italians. I really, I've never, because I, I support France and because of that Materazzi thing, I'm just like... T- tell me Chiesa didn't get you excited yesterday. Oh, Chiesa's the man. That goal, man. Chiesa's the, but even the breakaway. The breakaway. I like mean, he's unselfish as well. Like, I, that, was, that surprised me because I... I thought he was going I for it 100%. I think selfish, yeah. And I was yeah. like, yeah, this guy's going to go for it 100%. He's like, okay, yeah. Have to have that but listen the first thing that popped up in that game that blew my mind straight up you're watching the team sit on the bench we forget and James and I spoke about it when we were doing the show during the Euros mm-hmm. the Italian coaching staff swag is off the charts oh guy. my god they are the European champ they are the world they are the global <laughs> they are the universal champions of swag did you see Gianluca Vialli on the bench yesterday killing it oh my I'm murdering god. it I, I, I didn't see him but I, I did see uh Mancini. Man- Mancini. And Obviously, his, you saw his Mancini. little like long coat and his suit. Just. Viali, wow. fitted, tailored pants, knitted. Oh, beautiful. I mean, that is the finest, finest fabric that his jersey was made of. White shirt, tie, flat cap, looking every inch an Italian gentleman in London. We know he did it. Yeah, well, guys, do you know who those guys are sponsored by? Who they Italian like? Isn't it Armani? Yeah, or something? It's Armani. Armani make this shoes. What are you gonna do? You're Italian. What are you gonna do? Oaks, no. Not gonna have. They're looking find so a team cold. Wearing Markhams. They're you gonna the wearing the poor boy as well. You look they're so. They're gonna drink good coffee so and swag. wear dope suits. No, that's that is full on Italian. Listen, Spain is doing something. Maybe they don't win this. Spain is building up to something. I saw them a lot of times in the Euro. They just started to click. They got a lot of nice young players. Yes, young, youngsters. And also what they did at the Olympics as well. Like you, you see, there's, there's, I think it's happening again. It's happening. They're coming with another generation. And hey, listen, MKT called it yesterday. He said, Barcelona need a disciplinar- disciplinarian coach. Someone who's going to come in. Because don't, don't mistake this. This isn't some consolidated plan by the Spanish FA. Mm-hmm. Okay, This is a good manager. Spanish FA is run worse than Barcelona. Barcelona don't like the Spanish FA because they feel they're disorganized. Yeah. Right. So um, they have got a manager there who is running that team. It's almost as if Barcelona let him go and didn't think about it. But didn't he step down because of his daughter? He did. He did step down. He did step down. Unfortunately, his daughter. His daughter passed away yeah. quite tragically, um, le- forcing him to step away. But his daughter was ill at the time, and then he still took the Spain job. So I don't think the time. I think he stepped away from the Spain, Spain job. Yeah. Um, at the time, um, but that is the man that Barcelona probably need. Will never Again. go back there. Again, that's the man they need. That's the man they need. Do you think? Do you think he's strict though? Uh, yeah, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. Because it takes a lot of balls to drop, drop Sergio Ramos and not take him to Europe. Huge, man. 
And you know what? He's an ultra runner. He runs ultra marathons. Yeah, you can see it the way you are. Yeah, he's got that like lean physique. Yeah. He runs ultra marathons. He runs those like all night desert races and things like that. That's discipline. That man is cold focus. And listen, what happened to him in his personal life as well? I mean, he, he's got he's got it right. And uh, watch Spain. You heard it here first. I think Spain are emerging again. They're going to be a real player in the next few tournaments. And coming up, we've of course got that is one team in. The final is happening at the San Siro on Sunday. Who's joining them? We're going to be talking a little bit about... Alela Bleu. That's it. We're talking about France-Belgium matchup. That's happening at the Juventus Stadium tonight. Uh, we're going to take a bit of a break. James needs to do some things. Earn some... I mean, I, I saw a wheelbarrow full of money get wheeled to James's car the other day. James. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny. My lawyers told me not to talk to anyone, so that's all I'll say on this matter. A wheelbarrow of cash. He earns it right now. We go to a break. James presses some buttons. We'll be back talking. The other semi-final. We're I'm gonna, more excited for that one. Actually. Let's discuss. We're going to discuss Belgium. Are they the biggest scammers in the history of international frauds. football? Frauds. 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 I said we stand in fraud camp. Convince me otherwise. We're also going to be talking a little bit about is Salah or Hazard. Who is the better dribbler? We seem to have forgotten Hazard. We're going to be talking about that after the break. James presses some buttons. Remember, we want your one-time pins. Send us your one-time pins. Send us your movies. What other movies should we be looking out for? This is the PTP show. The takeover is complete. I've taken over his parking space. Cliffcentral.com. It took the Taliban a while. It took me three days. Takeover is complete. This is the PTP show. That break took a little bit longer than usual because we're wheeling out James's wheelbarrow of money to his car. He just didn't tell us he gets paid in Zim dollars. So it took a couple of us. We had to get out there. Senzo's obviously weekend after his exams. So, you know, it took a while to push that wheelbarrow. James, explain yourself getting paid in Zim dollars. You <laughs> led us all astray. Um, I've always prided myself in uh, not following the crowd. And supporting emerging African economies. That, I think that's, that's important. That's where I was going next. That's important. Yeah. Listen, we, we threw out earlier a nice idea a lot of you seem to be liking to help you find an NBA or NFL team based on the football team you support. We're going to dedicate a full show to it, I think. Um, but got a nice suggestion here that uh, sends or loved. Who is Newcastle like? New York Knicks. Yep. The new and the new fits in perfectly. And also guys like New York Knicks, guys, you play at the Mecca of basketball, which is Madison Square Garden, right? And you are, for lack of a better term, dog shit. And never have been. Not new that- York Knicks have, you know, if we, when were New York Knicks? When? Really like the team. They've in the 70s. They won no, two titles in the 70s. That's with, what I'm saying. Um, with Phil Jackson. That's yeah, when Phil Jackson was still a player, like, but now that's well, what I'm saying. They made the playoffs for the first time in a while, but also I've got I've got a theory about why teams, especially basketball teams, don't do well. New York basketball teams don't do well. It's the lifestyle. There's too much to do in New York. But then with Lakers, surely there's more to I'm do well, in LA. Surely, in yeah, Miami, Miami Heat. Why well, in Heat's only became a thing now. We'll go. I'll, I'll go with your theory. I'll stick it. But Newcastle, if you support Newcastle United, maybe New York Knicks is your team. We're going to get into this. I think it's a very, very interesting uh, topic. I just saw something very interesting on Twitter right now because Zinedine Zidane's trending. 
Don't know if I'm You always got to worry. Listen, I've got to say, whenever you see somebody trending mysteriously, either dead or racist. Yeah. You always got to go, James is nodding, he knows. But uh, what, what racist thing did Zidane say? No, he didn't do anything. <laughs> he didn't do, his, do anything racist because now it's about the Newcastle takeover and apparently oh, God. they take over. Zidane's their first choice of coach. God help me. I saw Haaland as well. Uh, for the same reason. James, what do you think? Not not only Haaland. Uh, yesterday I was reading on Twitter. Someone had tweeted a picture of Kylian Mbappe and said the Newcastle takeover bid is almost complete. If only there was a world-class striker available for free in the next window. You know, I've got a, I've got a good friend who's a Newcastle supporter. Very loyal. He even... I want to talk about Newcastle's kit manufacturer, right? Mm-hmm. They like gone with the Wolves in Newcastle, got like some lifestyle brand kit mm-hmm. manufacturer looking very, very good. Not the Adidas and, and the Puma templates, although there's not much you can do with the Newcastle kit. He even bought the Newcastle kit, right? Mm-hmm. That's not something you buy in Total Sports. That you got to order yeah, yeah, from yeah. the UK. I feel for it. Like, this is, come on. I mean, like, come on. This is, we, it's not going to happen. Even if the takeover happens. Who is, and even in Newcastle's heyday, if you remember the heyday, mm-hmm. who they got up there? They got Shearer up there, but he's from there. Mm-hmm. Sir Les Ferdinand, they got him up mm-hmm. there, but he's English. Junola went over there, but he's a complete magician. Mm-hmm. Newcastle, just from where they're based, they're not getting creme de la creme up there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. Nah, you're not a... Uh, Zidane, know. Zidane coaching Newcastle. Never going to happen. You know how cold his ankles are going to be because Zidane, like me, doesn't like socks. Yeah, exactly. Right? Can do the rain, but... Mm. Cold ass ankles but for Zinedine Zidane. I saw another thing, right, while I was speaking about Zinedine Zidane. It says, Zinedine Zidane is the only player Lionel Messi has asked for a shirt exchange after a game. Big call. Big, big call. I know. Call. And it's coming from a verified, verified source. Zidane to PSG. Zidane to PSG. When when Poch gets fired. Breaking news all the time. We're, we're just taking... Speculating. Yeah, you know? paper talk. James, clip that. Just in case Zidane does go to PSG. So you can put it out and say we predicted. We, we were like Fabrizio. Here we go. We're in the know. So, uh, so just to be clear, this isn't me clipping it to make a meme of how wrong you were. It's how right you were, right? Yes, James. Because Senzo and I don't like... You only remembering when we get things wrong. You also you got to balance it out. You got to balance it out. I just <laughs> want to convey to the people that you guys aren't perfect. You know. Oh, James. <laughs> Speaking of not perfect, one should know. So listen, uh, Nations me. League. Uh, yes. Semi-finals. Spain doing quite a job on Italy uh, in the San Siro tonight. Belgium take on France. France, world champions, Belgium, the world champions of failure. They are fraud <laughs> of a football team, number one in the world. You're having a laugh. Who did you pay off? Senzo, screw Belgium. They, they can go jump. They suck, actually. Golden generations never fulfill their potential. Ever. 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 Ever fulfill their potential. Oh, so you Portuguese, you should know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The second we threw off golden generation, we started winning. Okay. England. England, come on, guys, stop it with golden generation. And you know, with Belgium, right? For all the Hazard, De Bruyne, Lukaku, I don't buy into that centre back, uh, that that full back, the defenders pairing. It doesn't add up. 
three or four good players does not a golden generation make? Because you're also basing Benteke is part of that golden generation. Michi Bachwayu is part yeah. of that golden generation. I mean, come on. Do me a favor. Nah, they're frauds. They've already... This thing of them being number one, I'm just like, okay. And I say, if you truly are a golden generation, even if Belgium, what they've always been let down by, they cannot attract a top-level coach. That's the thing, yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's like, so, so they've always had second-rate coaches. Roberto Martinez, great guy. Probably next Barcelona manager. Right? Wow. But not, an, not a coach for that level of player. Yeah, exactly. You know? So that's Belgium taking on France. Listen, for all we know, Belgium probably going to go win this whole thing. It's the least that they can do for years and years of underperforming. Going to every tournament as favorites, it's over now, right? Surely yeah. next year's World Cup, it's probably just a step too far for most of the squad. They've got the young winger who came through in the Euros, frightened the hell out of everyone. Are we talking about that? The, 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 other, the other guy on the left-hand side, I forget his name now. Oh, the, 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 the blackhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. He's good. He's good. Um, I forgot his name. Yeah, I've also forgotten. He's, he's. I think he still plays in Belgium. I don't know. They that team like it's got enough, but as you said, I think it's it's it's, it's the manager. It just makes me made me so angry, and I think we've seen the trend in Belgium. And you mentioned it yesterday about the 2018 World Cup. Belgium are a good team until they play another good team. They will always make it until they play a good team. So in 2018 World Cup, they didn't really play good sides until France. France. France dominated them out. Again in the Euros. I was so angry that, that Portugal couldn't beat them. But Portugal played better than them. Of course. Of course. That's why I made it so angry. Because like, the first big team Belgium faced knocked them out. And straight away they got knocked out. Yeah, Italy. Yeah. Next round, and Italy. They held on. They held on against Portugal. Yeah. You know? Um, because you're dealing with like a defense of Thomas Vermaelen and Jan Vertonghen. Who are barely first team players at the clubs anymore. Yeah. You know, so so that's Belgium. So you you're a France guy. Yeah. You're France France all in. What's France squad looking like? Everyone fit? I see in, uh, Kante's out. Yeah. He's not gonna play. But still, even without him, I mean, we should have enough to to get the job done. I mean, Pogba in, Mbappe, all, Benzema, all the big guns, Benzema, everyone's there. Griezmann, everyone's in, everyone's in. What's happening with France? I mean, obviously went to the Euro. Complacency. It, it's true though. I always worry about these squads because the thing is, think about Apollo. No matter what anybody says, right? Yeah, the world FIFA world rankings can say whoever's number one. If I go into the tournament, the last major tournament that was played, and I won it and I'm the world champ, and you've seen my squad, I mean, guys, on paper, France should have caked the Euros. They Going in as world They didn't champ, play one good game. France yeah. did, they played a good half. Against Germany. Against Germany. They did not play one good game in the whole Euros. I mean, against Switzerland, 3-1 up. Seven, um, 10 minutes to go it should have been a done deal game management yeah Oaks got two complacents I always worry when you, you've seen it time and time again and, and often with France when they go in I remember France 2002 World Cup 2010 was, wasn't uh, far off mm-hmm. when they, whenever they say France have got a squad the first team and the second team could play each other in the finals you know nope. nice problem to have still a problem yeah of course De- Deschamps, is he the, is he the problem? Wins a World Cup, but maybe you got to know when to leave. I don't know. Do you? But I I suppose you can say that with uh, with, with Germany, Joaquin Law. Hundred percent. Because I think he overstayed. Hundred percent. Because after you, because you got to what did he get to? Euro semi. You got to 
or World Cup. Well, it was a downward tra- trajectory. Yeah. It yeah. was like build up, World Cup final, and then just slowly tapering yeah. off there and after. Then, yeah, because then, yeah, yeah. But also, do you think in international football, they figure you out after a while? Yeah, I think there's a degree of that. I think managers should never say that when they're leaving. Yeah. You know, you know Joachim Lowe, they call him Yogi Love. The mm. way he built it up, it's like, I don't care who you are. It's human nature. When you resign from a job, no matter how dedicated you are, you take your foot off the pedal. As the weeks go on, you take your foot off the pedal. You see your staff stop listening to you. Because they go, well, this guy's not my problem in a month's time. It's got to be the same for footballers, right? Yeah. Do yeah. international teams figure it out? Yes, I think they do to a degree. I think international football, you beat yourself. You think so? I think international football, you beat yourself. You, you overcomplicate it. Whereas international football has got to be simple. Because you don't have time to be complicated. In the qualifiers, even, even but in, like, in the I say it's hard. I, but I say international football is hard for this reason. Paolo, okay. You're not like a club manager, right? You've got all these different guys that are playing from, for different clubs or whatever. And then you've got a month and a half to try to figure out what your best combination is and go try win a World Cup or a Euro. That's difficult. Unless you're Spain. Because Pep Guardiola did his job for him. I'll take eight it. guys from Barca plus Sergio Ramos and Casillas and we'll go win. Yeah. But that's why Spain and Italy frighten me. Because they've been building this for a while. They're building club teams. Yeah. They're young players... They're maybe not all necessarily playing together. Although Pedri, Ansu Fati, and Gavi, you know, maybe that's your new triumvirate. They're building these things together like club sides, and they're going to slowly just build and build and build and build. Mm. And that's the, that's the key. It's not to go and put in a squad to go win this tournament. Mm-hmm. It's it's like I said it while we're we're talking about the Euros. You've almost in a tournament. You got to learn how to win a tournament. My thing is that now. Okay, I've got this theory. Whoever, whatever country Pep Guardiola coaches in they win the World Cup yeah yeah Spain it's, it's been it's, Spain Barcelona then he went to Germany and in, in Bayern Bayern Munich and then now he's in England that South gets not doing too shabby yeah but listen got to the the Euro you got to the Euro World Cup final. semi you got, got to World Cup, Cup semi. semi Euro final I don't know do you think England can do it next World Cup no no because um, Harry Kane Harry Kane's on the way in I mean, it's and, and Sterling is too much out of his club side. The Euro was England's big chance. I don't care how young the players are. It's, that was their big moment. And it's, there's also a point of like, you've got to learn how to lose to win a tournament. But there's also something where losing becomes a pattern. Yeah, and they don't, they don't know how to get the job finished. And I'm sorry, guy. You've got you to gotta be better at penalties. Two, two major a, tournaments now. It's such a joke. It's such a joke. And he bottled the lead twice. It's such a joke. I don't know, but... Honestly, what the South American teams come up with, because it's been a while since the South American team has won the World Cup, eh? Yeah, I mean, listen, they so it's so against them. You know, you're pretty much looking at Argentina and Brazil. Argentina without Messi isn't uh, isn't I'm, a challenge. Brazil, I don't and know. He, and Messi always has to carry them. He's and those guys are talented, but he always has to carry them. And then Brazil, they're looking over at Neymar to carry them. And the guy's not carrying. The guy's carrying drinks from the bar. Yeah. But, but he's uh, a different animal in a Brazilian shirt. Yeah, but because he's catered to. He, he's given that leeway. He, doesn't ha- he can be Neymar. He doesn't have to pretend to be a professional. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's... I don't think we see a South American win, a South American team win a World Cup for a very long time. A very long time. Yeah, but... Uh... Yeah, this French team as well, I think they have to do something very different now because now 
the style of play and like I think now Deschamps is relying too much on these guys are big names they'll figure it out and they've won a World Cup before so they can do it again so the Deschamps is probably listen he won the World Cup 2018 we're now talking three seasons later Mm. he's still there hasn't got this pattern of winning. He was there from 2016, mm, right? Mm. He's been there a very long time. International managers are going to stay longer, but maybe he stayed a little bit too long. We can already see staleness in the French team. He's now got to get to the end of next year for Qatar, where he's going to leave thereafter. And he has to try to defend. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if this lasts. I don't know if this lasts. <sighs> with, with Deschamps. I don't I, know, but like... Who- what do you read? Then you read they, they get Zidane. Well, I mean, it's all, it's all. Listen, Zidane's going to coach three teams, maybe four: Real Madrid, Juventus, France, maybe PSG, and he's linked to Marseille. So who knows if mm. that's what he does? But Zidane's definitely in his career doing those three, mm. right? Yeah, he's definitely going to take the. Or French maybe does France and that's it. And he's lined up for France after Deschamps leaves, mm. right? Star Whisperer, Galactico Whisperer, that's Zidane's style. But also the thing is, Zinedine Zidane, which guy's not going to want to play for Zinedine Zidane? You know what I mean? You think it's too long. I think it's too long for Deschamps. Too long. Now, you guys were having a conversation yesterday after Salah's wonder goal. When I first saw it, I was like, what's the big deal? Then you start seeing different angles of it. You go, oh my God, that's fantastic. You guys were having an argument about the dribbler. Who is a good dribbler? Listen, there's been some crazy things about Salah said... James, I've heard people say, this is bonkers. <laughs> Please come in on this. People have short memories. People are saying Salah is Liverpool's best player ever. Now, I'm so drunk. Who come are these on. people is what I want to know. You know, they're saying definitely he's the best Liverpool forward ever. Hello, listen. <laughs> I'm not a Liverpool fan, but I'm talking Kenny Dalglish. You forget wow. Fernando Torres. I mean, even going further than back, you forget Ian St. John. Salah is up there, not the best For ever. Sure. Nowhere near. He's one of your best players. I've got a ever. question. I've got a question. Actually, for you, prime Hazard or prime Salah? So this is the conversation, James. Salah, Liverpool's best player ever. Where does he rank in your best ever? He's won in, a Champions League. He's won you the league. In in my best ever, is that what you're asking? Maybe general consensus. Maybe your best ever. Let's go. Your best ever. Where does Salah sit? Uh, I definitely say easily. Top top ten, maybe even top five. Yeah. Um honestly, and I know this is gonna sound like I'm saying it because I'm a Liverpool fan, but I genuinely have never or will ever see the hype around Hazard. So he doesn't even make like my top ten. I I don't know I, I mean he's a skilled player, but he's done things that I've seen twenty eight thousand times. And so- like, the Salah goal this weekend was good, but I'm not saying it's, like, the best goal that's ever been scored in the Premier League. No, exactly. Listen, people get very overexcited. Yeah. So, Senzo just there was asking Hazard or Salah. I don't have skin in the game. I think people have short memories, right? I mean, who's the better player between Hazard and Salah? As I can remember, it seems that they've won the same amount of things. I think Hazard's got a few more league titles, um, but Hazard doesn't have a Champions League. Mm-hmm. As player of the season, I think they... Similar? Yeah, they're similar. Yeah. Am I right? They could have both yeah. had about the same amount. People do have very short memories. James, I know what you're saying about Hazard. Hazard, for me, is that mercurial 1990s... Dynamic. Old school... I will dribble the hell dribbler. out of you. Salah is pace and power. He can dribble. Hazard will stand in a square box and dribble through everybody. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It- so, 
I think you give Salah space and he's getting past you every day. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think Hazard in this little floor space we got you Honestly. in front of Senzo, you can see three of us can be in there. Hazard will but get my thing is that out. My thing is that, okay, cool. Big bum energy. You, Big you, bum energy you, with Hazard. You saw, you saw a bit of Liverpool game, right? Yeah, what Salah did was impressive. Did you see what Bernardo Silva did? Listen, B- Bernardo Silva, they call him bubblegum. Did you see what he did around, th- like, like in a space the size of this chair? Yeah, yeah. He, like, he pirouetted <laughs> and he... And, you know, he even went back for seconds, and I was like, "There is no me, way." That one turn he did reminded me of when I used to play soccer. I used to take a big turning circle to get away from people, just basically running away from them. Bernard Silva, they used to call him Bubble Gum because the ball sticks to his feet. Bernard Silva also a very underrated dribbler That's the in thing. the tight space. So we're saying, what are we saying? Who's the better player? Who's the better dribbler? Are we forgetting how you, good okay. Hazard was? Guys, because Prime Hazard, Oaks Prime, Guys, Prime Hazard was unbelievable. Prime Hazard. And he, didn't, and he made it look so effortless. You know, Prime Hazard, when peak Messi, peak Ronaldo, when those guys are breaking records every week, I see Ryan's getting the microphone yeah. ready for, for, for his opinion. Chelsea fan, I want to hear from you. Prime Hazard was if Ronaldo, like they said, Ronaldo and Messi are the best of the extraterrestrial players, Hazard was the best human player. Yeah. Right? Ryan, Chelsea fan, what do you think? I just want to point out, that Senzo is a Manchester United fan, probably one of the biggest United fans I know. And even he is saying that Hazard is one of the best players he's ever seen. That guy was my favorite player in the Premier League. And and that's what I'm saying. That guy used to dismantle the United player can admit it, let's be real. I don't know what James is talking about. Hazard is severely underrated and was a big loss for the Premier League. I think we forget how good he was. was because he's so rubbish now. He, oh, well, not well, that the he's fall, rubbish. The fall-off was so huge. Yeah, the fall-off was huge. You know, um, yeah, listen. And listen, Hazard was, was linked to United. He came on a tour. Ferguson scouted him, sent him some shirts. But he decided to go to Chelsea. I d- listen, you're going to put them together. And, and you're talking different okay, ages guys. here, right? Okay. Let's do this. Has, okay, they're saying prime Hazard versus prime Mo Salah, okay. Hazard's stats in the Premier League are from 2014 season to 20, end of 2018-2019 season. Salah's stats are from 2017 to 2021-22 so season. So same 4-5 years yeah, yeah. span. Okay, cool. So they're prime. Basic stats. Minutes played, Hazard 14,008. Salah, okay, that's not a... Okay. Goals. Hazard 62, Salah 101. Okay, we know, we know Salah sc- scores more goals than Hazard. Assists. But Hazard was really... Yeah, so let's go to assists, right? Assists, 36-36. Okay, NPG, I, don't, I, I forgot what NPG stands for. Um, Hazard, 51. Um, Salah, 87. Shot contributions. Eden Hazard, 534. Salah, 399. So what that means, like how many shots he creates for other people. Right. Key well, passes. Well, well, that's key there because we talk about Liverpool selfishness on the yeah. show. And Salah's always going to shoot. Hazard's going to look to make something. Key stats. Uh, key passes. Eden Hazard, 4-3-6. Salah, 2-6-2. Again, selfishness. Stats per 90. Um, goals, 0.4. Hazard, Salah, 0.7. Assists, 0.23. Hazard, Salah, 0.25. Right. Shot contribution. Eden Hazard, 3.43. Salah, 2.80. Key passes, 2.80. Hazard, Salah, 1.84. So, look, what, what I think we can't dispute is who is the better goal scorer, Salah? Yeah, Salah is that's the better without, goal scorer. Without a doubt. No doubt about it. That wasn't Hazard's game. He never really prided exactly. himself on it. 
I don't think he wanted... Oh, who was the centre-forward, Ryan, at the time Hazard was playing in his peak? Who was playing up front for Chelsea? Then? Diego Costa. Wasn't it Diego Costa? Was it yeah. Diego Costa? It's Diego Costa. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, if you look at the Chelsea squad now, it actually took a long time to to replace him Huge. because I think Kovacic is now playing what he used to do. We had a big openness there for mm. a long time when he left because mm. Kovacic has, has actually become quite uh, important in that area now because Hazard covered it so well. He was up and down the field all the time. He was. We also forget that work rate that Hazard had. You know, he, how many of his dribbles he started. You know, Salah, if we look where Salah picks up the ball, I'd love to a stat on that yeah, yeah. compared to where Hazard used to pick up the ball. Hazard, it's deep. Like, he gets it like... They're like four guys in front of him. Salah only has to run past like two guys. Not dribble, run past. So, we have here, James is Salah, right? Senzo and Ryan Hazard. I'm the swing vote. I'm the swing vote. Very interesting stuff here. Very interesting stuff. No, listen, I think what you've got to say is that you've got two supreme players. Yeah. Supreme goal scorer, Salah the one season wonder that's done it for five or six seasons now. What do I know? I know nothing about football. Everything I know, I read on Football 365. Can and I also then, just uh, point out, uh, Salah's also uh, originally a Chelsea no, player. No, oh. no, let's not <laughs> do that. I just want you to can't say, claim him. I just let's want to say, so is the so the brain. No, so, no, so, no, that's but something I'm not allowed. Thing is, Good, Ryan, I admire the tenacity, though. No. That is the level of BS that I fully encourage fake it till you my make thing it. Is, I love my, it. my thing is that now, okay, Salah, like, cool, but I think this season he's it's another gear now. I think he's finding another gear. That dude keeps going up extra gear all the time. You gotta admire that. Salah Hazard, what do you think? Drop us in the comments on YouTube if you're watching on this on YouTube. How good do we look? The guys who put the studio together look phenomenal, looks amazing, all is looking good. The PTP show, that is the finest. The finest in five-year-old yeah. art craft. Beautiful. We got another 30 minutes coming up. It's Paolo's weird world of football. Talking to you about one of the greatest players. Maybe you don't even know how great he is. Uh, a weird moment in your life can completely change everything. We're back outside getting the wheelbarrows of Zim Dollars to James's car. So he can get 20 rand and a packet of chips and a pie maybe to get home. This is the PTP show. Don't at me ever. Central.com. Look at that. Beautiful. It's amazing. There's a basketball. In, I didn't even notice that before. There's a basketball in there. Tennis if ball. you're on the podcast, we're looking at the sign made by the finest five-year-old classroom art, art class ever. I see a basketball there, football. I had a problem during the break. MKT's balls are all over the desk. But I've, I've managed to, to rein them in. MKT not with us today. He's down in Titsi Karma Rainforest. I thought he was running. Now he's on his holiday. Mouth. Running his mouth. He's on holiday. He's on holiday, taking a well-deserved break from talking crap for numerous hours every day. Listen, I've got to admit, it's a lot harder than it, it looks. looks. It's a lot harder than it looks. So we went into the break there. Hazard Salah. I've got the swing vote. I don't think I've got a definitive opinion, but I'm going to throw something at you guys. Consider this. Consider this for your listening pleasure, right? Salah dribbles like that, and the whole world talks about it because it's so out of the norm for Salah, right? 
Mm-hmm. Hazard was doing dribbles like that every single week. I said this yesterday. Right? You did mention it. That's probably where I took it. So, Salah does a dribble like that. We all talk about it because we don't see it that often. Not saying Salah's not a good player. His game is completely different. Hazard was doing that stuff four or five times a game. It seemed like it. At his peak with his bum at its biggest. His bum's at its biggest now. His bum at its most efficient. (laughs) So, let me throw that into the ring. James, Ryan, does that work for you? Salah, what he did. We talk about it because it was so out of the ordinary. Hazard was doing that stuff. Two or three times a game. Um, yeah. So, like, my thing is, Hazard, I don't think he's a bad player. I do think he's 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 good. Um, really good, actually. But I just don't see the... You know, there was that time during his career at Chelsea where he was like, oh, Eden Hazard for Ballon d'Or and blah, blah. Like, I don't see that in Eden Hazard. He's a good player, but I don't... It's just Ryan shaking his head. You, I feel you, like James you've unleashed didn't the beast. Watch the PL match. Yes, you, he James, probably only watched. You the don't know Prime Eden Hazard, mate. Prime Eden when 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 Chelsea were under Mourinho, that Eden Hazard guys, you, nobody wanted to play Chelsea then. I am so sorry. That guy used to dismantle teams by himself. And listen, maybe that's more impressive. Mourinho hates a Hazard, hates a player like that. Yeah, exactly. He hates a Hazard. And he was mentioning him in the same breath as Messi and Ronaldo. And um, Mourinho had time for him. He, Mourinho, Mourinho bin Salah. He bin Salah. He made time for Hazard. Did Mourinho decide it for us? Listen, either way, both of those guys, even Hazard on current form, walk into the Manchester United team right now. Honestly, like, easy. <laughs> <take> <laughs> I think take I'll it. take a Hazard now. Yeah. Give me Hazard over Pogba. Because be the honest. thing is... Hazard still got that thing when the ball's at his feet. You're just like, is he going to do it again this time? He's going to do something outrageous. Like, like beat three defenders, go over the keeper and just pass the ball to like Benzema and say, yeah, have it happen. That's why we love football, the debates. What are you thinking? Drop it in the comments on YouTube. Any moron can get on YouTube these days. Social media with Senzo. What now, you got for us? The first thing I'm going to say, Barcelona starlet Gavi gets his first start for Spain last night, right? He became the youngest player to ever play for the Spanish national team. Guess and, his age. And looked like a don. 17 years old and 62 days. Couldn't even drive. I don't think he can drive in Spain. Yeah, I think legally you can't, yeah. You can't drive in Spain. What were you doing at 17 years old? Do you want to know? That's how I got the P in my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like That's crazy. And, and he looked like the Barely boss. Barely 17. That's why I say Ansu Fati, Pedri and Gavi... The new, tri- the new Holy Trinity in that Spanish team. James, you must be excited. You're a Spain fan. Spain going forward, being run by teenagers. It's got to be looking good. It is. It is. For the first time since 2008 and 2010. Oh, and shame. 12. Shame. Poor little dominant world champions. And winning. 12. Exactly. Winning 12. world champion. Two They're, European. 2008, must have been they won the Euro. Then yeah. 2010, they won the... The World Cup. Then they defended the Euro again. Like, yeah. it, it must be Guys, it was getting boring to watch Spain. It was getting yeah. boring because they had that sterile dominance. Yeah, yeah. Where they'd win boring. every game, but they just had the ball. 90%. It's terrible. And you but I mean, beat. look at the players that were in that team. That was like, that was like the world-class Spain squad with Busquets and Piquet and I think Puyol With the rubbish Fernando Torres. Huh? With the rubbish Fernando Torres. Well, listen, I mean, he, he did top score, won the Euro. score at the... World in Cup, 2010, he was rubbish. But David Villa was that side. Because he, 
he made that side. Do you think Messi, Messi looks at that team and he's like, I regret I not. Ta- I should have took should've. Spanish citizenship. Should have been. Should he should have taken it. Uh, listen, that was listen. It was a good side. Nice problem to have. Fernando Torres always going to. They started the false nine. Started the false nine. Perfected. Oles Gunasoski is taking one step further to the false midfield. Watch out for Spain. I think that is the team. You think it's the resurrection? As a as a Portugal fan, as a rival of theirs, that's the team I nice don't want to be facing. Very, very nice football. Very nice football. Uh, there's something happening there. There's something happening. There. Good coach, despite the Spanish FA James fist pumping. Fun fact, do you know the Spanish national anthem's got no words? What I love, every tournament, people get so upset. They go, oh, look at the Italians, how they sing the anthem. And the Spanish don't even know the words. It's like, school yourself, my friend. <laughs> Spain don't have any words in the anthem. So, yeah. Oh, and then another thing I have for you. Marcus Rashford was back yesterday. Saw that. Scored two goals in a friendly behind closed doors against Blackburn. They try to keep that game secret. Yeah, it was against Blackburn. Yeah, they try to keep it secret. They didn't want anyone to know... Uh, so what happens now, right? He's obviously, he doesn't come straight back into the side. He's going to be, uh, phased in. What happens? New problem for Solskjaer. Who drops out? Rashford plays one position. And that's where Pogba's playing right now. That's where Sancho's being, you know, sort of like eased in. What happens? What do we do now? <laughs> Silence. Silence on the set. Listen, nice problem to have. Rashford, obviously, you know, whenever a player goes out and a team is not doing well, his skill improves and his importance to the team improves exponentially. There is nothing, no sight more dangerous in world football, in, especially at least in English football, than a fit Marcus, Marcus Rashford. Rashford running towards you. When that guy's fit and you can see the whole of last season he was playing within himself. Yeah. The whole of last season. He had a sh- shoulder problem, he had a foot problem. Both of those been sorted out, hopefully. There is no sight more frightening than a fully fit Marcus Rashford. Maybe coming at the right time for, for Solskjaer. Yeah. But somebody's got to drop out. He's got to make a call. It's going to be, it's going to be painful. Rashi, got to make a call. And just something else. Um, basketball yesterday. So, Paul Gasol retired from basketball yesterday. So, Paul Gasol, arguably one of the best European exports to ever play in the NBA. And yeah, this guy had a very crazy career. Spanish, right? Yeah, Spanish, yeah. yeah. Like, that, that, like, like those, if you can have a career like that, two NBA championships, NBA All-Star, four, you know, like, that's crazy. You know what I've got to say? I've always got to admire players who come out of, you know, America is such a hotbed of basketball talent. talent. If you're a foreign player, and listen... The, the basketball they play in Europe is kind of different. Yeah, it's right? very different. It's, the rules are even different, yeah. right? And for you to come in to be noticed by a NBA team, especially one like the Lakers. And to get Kobe Bryant's like respect. You know what I mean? And to go be a champion, do well, have a long career. I always admire players who come outside of USA. But he was serious He was serious, Top serious. Player. Top like for player. me, the only other European player that I can think of that's better than him is probably Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love a player who comes from... Look at that. And staying with that, um, the Lakers are retiring his jersey. Yeah. That's, that's a big deal. Great respect. Look at the names on that Laker wall. Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson up there. Shaquille O'Neal. Will, Will, uh, Will, Will Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Kareem I mean, Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, that is, imagine that as a pickup team. Imagine that. I'm going to go play NBA 2K and put that team together. No, you can't. Classic that, you can't. That, that team's ridiculous. You can't do that. You can't do that. Like, that's ridiculous. 
Listen, but well done to him, like I say, when a European player comes in playing almost a different game. Yeah. And when NBA have got a choice of everybody. They got this thing in the NBA, like, so European guys, they've got, when they do a crossover, they do like something funny and they call it the Eurostep. And it's the <laughs> weirdest looking thing, but it's the most effective thing because like, it like, you may see how much it throws off the American guys because they're yeah. not used to it. They're like, okay, what has this guy done? It looks like he's traveling, but he's not. <laughs> So they call it like the Eurostep, like it's, and it's so it's so it's such a basic move. Yeah, it is, but it's like such a it's, basic move. No, but like guys, this guy, like that's when that's when it was nice to be a Laker, like when Kobe Brown was Kobe when he's like the Black Bum, and then he had Paul Gasol. It was in crazy. Also, Kobe Bryant said, "Without Paul Gasol, I don't win those two championships. He's, he's lost two. He says I don't go back to back." And what was nice about the second one? We beat the Boston Celtics. <laughs> and that's huge. Kobe, Game seven. For Kobe, the late Kobe Bryant, let's forget. Kobe Bryant. Let's not forget he was never the greatest about it anyway. Didn't pass out a compliment easily. Yeah, exactly. A tough, tough guy. Tough yeah. Guy. Tough guy. Hard, hard. Yeah. Um, also, another thing. So yesterday was the 20th anniversary of David Beckham scoring that free kick. Did you Chris. see the video? Yes, that's yeah. the video there of him listening to the commentary, the commentary. for the first time of that free kick. That game, I don't know if you watched it, was against Greece. At Old Trafford. Odds against England at Old Trafford. England 2-1 down last minute. Last minute. Stratford needed draw. David Beckham. Moronic. We talked about That's football. Ridiculous, we spoke about sports How movies. How clutch is that? I mean, forget about it. How clutch is that though? We, we spoke about sports movies up front. If that moment was in a sports movie, it'd go... Love it. Very unbelievable. That was David Beckham. Big show. Big show. England, England captain. I think that was, that was when he was at the peak of his powers. Yeah. His free kicks at that time, I mean, let's not forget. That guy, David Beckham, I think. And, and this is at the time, the... Juninho. Uh, Juninho. Pernambuco, yeah. Um, who else was there? Ronaldinho Pinho was Cruz. also doing interesting things. But David Beckham, dare I say invented the modern free kick then ronaldo came with his knuckleball yeah but i think the david, modern free kick david beckham and also david beckham's one like knuckleball looks stupid to me and it's it's it very looks, it looks like you're hitting and hoping uh, but, but that's what and as ronaldo we've seen it yeah. is hit and hope and a lot of players have moved away from that style david beckham in terms of understanding what the ball can the do the ball can do and the new balls can do david beckham was the first player Janino puna Bacano. we we didn't see much of him yeah. because we didn't see French football. football. That guy, a free kick was like a penalty. Team. Yeah, because do you know what he used to do? He used to put, like in training, he used to put the wall uh, six yards away from the ball so that he could get, get it. it over. I mean, he had that up and down. Yeah. Roberto Carlos was also hit in the hope. Roberto Carlos had that one that was a lucky. But, but David, guys, he was a fit. Bend it like Beckham did. That's was, why there's a movie about it. Yeah. I'm he, pretty sure the the goal that he's reacting to here is in. Uh, I could be very wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's in the goal movie where they play the international games. Very possibly. Very possibly. Listen, it's all-time. That's all-time That's iconic crazy, free kick. Bro. That's all-time iconic But the thing is, kick. he didn't do it once. Like, he did it so often. Like, like you'd be like, do you know, guys, you know, you used to think like, okay, cool, I'm going to get these boots because they, make you get, they can make you do the ball. Like, do that to the ball. Like, it's, it's insane. It's insane. Like, David Beckham, I think in a season, would score you like 10 free kicks. Yeah. And, and never mind, corners. Corners, yeah. You know, he, he was, you know, you know, in the 99 final, let's not forget, David Beckham took both those corners, corners and just yeah. caused chaos. 
It just he just had a way of hitting that ball. David Beckham, you know, I think there's one thing. Listen, he's Mr. Nice Guy. Never does anything wrong. There's the glamour side of it, but don't underestimate what a how he could pass. How he could pass a ball. Uh, That's the thing people forget forget how good of a footballer how how good he was of a footballer and self-made you know he didn't have natural talent he wasn't a Ryan Giggs wasn't a Paul Scholes everything was hard work so Alex Ferguson says he says David Beckham is the player he is because he knew that just he just knew how to hit a football Ferguson only said that because he felt bad about throwing a hair dryer in his face no, he didn't throw a head right in. He, he kicked, kicked a, boot. a boot, apparently. Kicked a boot, apparently. It was a freak accident. <laughs> no matter how many times I try it. <laughs> just a freak. Because the story goes, what happened, I remember that semi-final. We lost 2-0 to Arsenal, right? And David Beckham crossed one of the goals. Just by some miracle. Ferguson says he was angry. He kicked a boot. It hit a bench. And it hit Beckham in the oh, eye. Yeah. I was like, there's no way. Yeah, that's, that's plausible. That David Beckham's flaw, and yeah. I think what happened, David Beckham was an outstanding wide player, and to be a successful wide player with no pace in the English game at that time, you've got to know what he's good. But he wanted to be a central midfielder, and it's almost like he compromised and did such weird things. I remember that Arsenal game, because yeah. he tucked in the middle. Yeah. He wanted to play central midfield, and because uh, he wanted to be a quarterback. Yeah. Listen, fantastic player. Love David Beckham. Love him. He does not get enough in the conversation of some of the best players ever. He's not there enough for me. Yeah. Great play. Fantastic. But that goes to show how much we've been spoiled there. But did yeah, you, that, that English team that, that's captained by Beckham, I don't know how that team didn't like do more. Nice problem to have. You know what I mean? Too many stars. But Rio Ferdinand says like, it, was, it became about like, what club you played for because he said they'd get to England camp and the United Oaks would all sit together. The Chelsea guys wouldn't speak to them. The Liverpool guys, well, there's just Steven Gerrard because the rest of them were crap. And then, yeah. It was Gerard and Carragher. Yeah. And Danny Mills. Yeah. No, not Danny Mills. What is the other guy? Also a bald guy. Played for Spurs and Tottenham. Also Danny something. Danny Murphy. Danny, Danny Murphy. Murphy. Thank you. Danny Murphy. He says, guys, you should just sit and like, yeah, if you... And that's what's striking about the English football team now. I don't know if you saw a few weeks ago when West Ham and Chelsea played. And Mason Mount and Declan Rice and, and, and that sort of little crew were all sitting after the, after the game, standing and talking to each other. And that's one of the big things Gareth Southgate has done, where we talk about bringing a club mentality or club feeling, not club divisions, into mm-hmm. an international squad, is that, yes, that golden generation, and we can probably talk about it with France, what's happening now, is that you're having little pockets, but that golden generation, exactly. United players sat there, and Arsenal there, and Tottenham here, and Liverpool there, and Chelsea there, when now there's no division amongst the English players. When they're with England, they're all with England. And even when they're with their clubs... They're still England teammates. And there's this old school thing that they go, oh, how can that guy hug each other after the game? How can they do this? When you're in a, a team together, in a tournament together, those you can never break that bond of those English yeah, because players. Because the thing is, ever. Like, cause like, they, like, they went through something serious. Like, they, yeah. you know, they had, they were carrying 60 million people's hopes. Like, you know, once you've got, you know, once, I don't know, man, once, like, I've, I remember from, like, school sport, the guy may not be your best friend, like you may not hang out with him, like, but for the pure fact that you guys have to play sport together and stuff like that, and come another school, like you have to trust this guy at the end of the day yep. that he's going to do the right thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's not going to make us look like fools. I don't care my, what my sentiments are. Like, we, I'm not, asking, but like you know, you've, in its essence, you've gone to war with this guy. You know what I mean? Yep. And, you know, you've got a bond like that. Nobody else is going to understand. I think. So I think that definitely used to show when like the El Clasico was huge mm. right and you'd see 
Puyol butting heads with Sergio Ramos or, you know, all of these Spanish internationals that are like legends in their own rights butting heads. And then three months later, they'd be at the Euros or the World Cup and they'd go on to win the tournament. But three months ago, you called them every name under the sun. Well, that was Mourinho stoking all that yeah. up. He made them hate each other. Yeah. And remember at the time, yeah, I think poking you're people, you know, poking people in the eye. And Mourinho was stoking that. And Ika Casillas and Xavi actually got together. And Puyol said, hey, listen, we got to stop this. We cannot hate each other. For you know, And they were playing each other a lot at that stage. Yeah, I because they played each other like five, five times, times. Yeah, see, in see, three different yeah. competitions in a week or something or two weeks. And they said, we got to stop. Mourinho's dividing us. <laughs> you know, um, so there was a big move. Uh, uh, listen, it's 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 a it's a good thing to observe, and why golden generations or why these super teams maybe don't work. Apparently, Teddy Shearing and Andy Cole didn't like each other. They couldn't stand each other. They but could not stand. You could each not other. tell though. Yeah, they could not stand each other, and neither of them can say why. Neither of them will say why. They've said if there was a story, we'd tell you. There's we just did not like each other. Simple, and I, I can relate this. Some people I come across. In that room over there, that I can't stand. I knew it. <laughs> but uh, and that, that's and listen, that's ultra professionalism. Ultra professional. You're in a team. You want. We're well, here thing. to win. I'm Teddy sharing him. I've won nothing in my life. I'm going to tolerate this guy so I can win the lot. But like my thing is that like now at PSG, do you think it's too much ego? Huge. Too much. Way but too I much. said so. The man, to, the guy that has to nip it in the butt is Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos has to tell him, listen, you're three clowns in the front. Okay, so he's not going to call Messi a clown. He's going to be like, okay, you so Neymar, you Mbappe, you guys figure it out. You know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't, leave, I didn't leave sunny Madrid for this nonsense. Yeah, yeah. I didn't come learn French for this nonsense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Listen, that's, that's a fascinating story. I mean, we got a new segment on the show. I introduced it when you went here. Let's all laugh at PSG. Um, and it's, I, ho- I think we're going to be doing it a lot this season. They're going to be laughing at PSG quite a bit. That's way too much ego in there. Way too much ego. Um, and not enough football knowledge. And not enough football sense. And not enough for the common good. PSG as a mercenary pro- pro- uh, project, guns for hire, has been since the money came in. Just uh, want to throw this in before we move on. They still have nine goalkeepers. Nine goalkeepers. Just calm down. And, 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 I mean, we're talking Donnarumma. I mean, come on. How does Donnarumma sit bench? Is, is Navas still there? Yeah. yeah. The first choice. He's the league keeper. Donnarumma seems to be the Champions League keeper. Come on. It's tough. Why man. do you need both of them is my question. Why do you need both of them? No, they, this, it's too, for it's me, too it's, a, it's, a pure, it's a pure flex. It's pure flex. It's, listen, it's, it's FIFA. It's FIFA Ultimate Team. That's what it is. <laughs> but that's ridiculous, though. I even forgot that Sergio... I didn't play last week. I forgot that Sergio Ramos was even in that team. Oh, no. I won't lie to you, seeing Messi in a, in a PSG kit It's does, weird, eh? I'll it, never get used to it. Dude, it's so strange, and I do think every time I'm like FIFA Ultimate Team. This is what it is. That's it. That's it. Listen, I saw a tweet the other day. It goes, you got Messi, a player who doesn't want to be there. Mbappe doesn't want to be there anymore. And Neymar just doesn't want to be a footballer. And <laughs> that's never going to work. It's never going to work. More social media with Senza. What you got there? Let's see. Um, what else is there? Um... Do you have the Eastern Cape Stadium story? Oh, jeez, yes. So, guys, I don't know. Now, listen, you... this is a South African story. We know we've got some listeners from around the world. So. But this is phenomenal stuff. Okay, guys. So, there's this. Yeah. I don't know. Corruption's on. A, it's next level, eh, guys? Because 
so let me describe oh, what's what's 15 million rand in dollars yeah it's about one million dollars one to two million dollars yeah it's about one million dollars this stadium right it looks like it was taken they they say yeah 15 million rand i've seen better facilities at a school like it's just scaffolding with like chairs the track like the the, the lines of the track around the f- stadium they've got no lines actually the, the track is grass is the, the track, track grass? yeah grass the track is grass yeah, a 15 million stadium grass track, track grass track the grass is not grass grass is not grass it's like it's been trampled on by like it looks like by a, cows a cattle and, field. yeah and they've, they've it's, now eastern cape now this is down in eastern cape up in Johannesburg, Gauteng, it gets pretty dry. Eastern Cape is a bit of a mix, but surely you... It's lush, though. It is lush. You, you should have, at least in a sports field, a green field. Now it's multi-purpose. There's supposed to be rugby fields, soccer fields, running track. But like the way they're even cutting the red tape on this field. like it's... That red tape looks cheap. That looks like second-hand red tape. Somebody bought a new car on the weekend and took it from the, the dealership to cut. But this is sad, though, because like... In... The Eastern Cape, guys, it's... Eastern Cape is a very poor province. It's probably the poorest in the country. However, a hotbed of rugby talent. How many Springboks? Sia Colisi comes from Eastern Cape. Exactly. You know, it's a hotbed of talent. There's talented sportsmen down there. Like, this is scaffolding, man. James is going to pop that up on the screen. Let's look at that. So that is a 15 million rand stadium. You'll see there in the top left-hand corner to me, possibly your right. Uh, Well, I don't know left and right. But anyway, you can see... Grandstands, which... That's I mean, scaffolding. That's scaffolding. That does not look like it's permanent. Um, look at the fields in the back there. A 15 million establishment. Look at look, that running track. The, the mountain looks dope behind. Oh, great mountain. The mountain looks dope, but like... Now, I have... I know some of the news platforms went out there yesterday to get the true story. Um, and they try to show the other facilities because obviously the, the government who put this up said... Uh, you guys are making us look bad. You've got to come get the full story. But it's almost like as they showed the changing rooms, the clubhouse, the more and more they showed, the more and more it went, you guys are completely taking the piss here. Um, Guys, I figured out what happened. Tell me, James. So someone decided, and I don't know who, decided, hey, this looks like a great payday for me, took 14.5... And put it in their savings, then used the 500k for some grandstands or grandstands. That's scaffolding, bro. And some soil. Yeah. That is scaffolding. It's not even a stand. That's scaffolding. I would love somebody in the events industry, because all of that is temporary. I would love somebody in the events industry just to take a look at that and go, just give me a ballpark cost of what this sort of equipment. That's when a brick costs you three rand or five rand, you charge a thousand for it. That stadium didn't cost them. I can tell you right now, that stadium. Well, stadium, in inverted commas. They didn't. They didn't even scrape a million. Does, in, did, does anyone know where in the Eastern Cape this is? It's quite rural. It's quite deep in. It's not in one of the. It's not in a main. Still though, that's that. You know, this is the fundamental problem here, right? Is that when you look all around the world, where are you going to get your sportsmen from? Kids who don't have any other distractions. They only have sport. So in places like this, these kids don't have PlayStations. They yeah. don't have, there's nothing to distract them. They can throw themselves into sports, and this is what they give James, them. James, I don't know if you've been to like rural, 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 rural Eastern Cape. I've driven through it to get to my parents' house. On the so. Garden Route. Yeah. yeah. Garden Route doesn't count, James. 
desperate. Yeah, I've got no... <laughs> so I'm, so, and I'm taking knock. In our you, life of privilege, we don't. We only know bro, rural as God. So, like, when I went to Coffee Bay with my girlfriend, like, we drove through some rural, rural places. Guys, people. Guys, people are dirt, 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 mm. dirt poor. Like dirt, dirt poor. Like, and it's not. And it's like basic infrastructure, basic, mm. basic things that we take for granted. Like, well, it's human. That's human rights stuff. Like, it's ridiculous. Getting very deep here on that PTP show. That's what I bring to it. This isn't frivolous nonsense talking about just sneaking. But guys, like issues. 15 million. Hey. James, um, this is not even 200,000. Like, they, they, they no. didn't even spend 200,000 on this. Hey, listen, you know what? Maybe let's look at another perspective before I get there. Ryan, you got something to add in? Yeah, I just want to point out, I don't think... What feels like the government doesn't take our sporting seriously. I mean, I remember going to watch the Barcelona uh, Sundowns game. Very excited. Paid a lot of money for it. Um, I was still in school back then, so I was very excited to hear uh, the players getting off the... Well, I was still in lectures and the players getting off the plane. And when I actually went to the game, you would think that they would have, like, um, food facilities and things like that. And this is at the FNB? Yeah, yeah. I was there as well. And... They were literally bringing in two liter bottles of Coke to pour into cups that they were selling for like 30 rand. And this is international football. Like we had the full Barcelona team. The whole stadium was screaming Messi, but they were pouring the, they were pouring the Coke from like two liter bottles and it was like Borovos rolls. There was no like, look, bro, there was look, no look. organization okay. for it whatsoever. No, 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 no. Horrible. You make it sound horrible, but like, dude, I mean, uh, FNB Stadium, like they do try, like they do try. Like if you go watch the derby, like the only thing you're not allowed to do is like go drink the stands, but like the facilities <laughs> and the food. Yeah. You're not allowed to, yeah. but. <laughs> yeah. The facilities and the fans, like, like the facilities, like in the food, like is not bad. Like even like 2010 World Cup, like, I mean, it was. Yeah, but that was Disneyland. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. It's just, just like other sports, like it looks like so amateurish. Have you seen like local cricket? It looks, looks like it's a b- bunch of part timers. These guys like the. I'm just like, I don't know. Watch like I don't watch local cricket. Well, look, MKT and Flip were talking about it that the 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 biggest sports or the most well funded sports in Africa is schoolboy rugby. And uh, listen, when we talk about uh, SAFA and running of SA football, this is an organization where the new national team coach was not given access to a stadium to go scout players because he didn't have the accreditation Mm -hmm. and the security guards would not let the national team coach into the stadium. But far be it for us to judge people for not taking sports seriously. We take sports the least seriously. This is the PTP show. Uh, Thank you for staying so far. We're back tomorrow. We didn't get to Paolo's weird world of football, but we'll hold it over to till tomorrow. We suggested some sports movies. Thank you for your contributions. And hey, listen, we think it's a cool thing. We're going to do it in a couple of days' time. Send us your soccer team and we'll suggest an NBA or NFL team for you. It doesn't even have to be a big European team. Kaiser Chiefs. Kaiser Chiefs fans, who's your NBA team? We'll find one for you. This is the PTP show. Let me give you where you can find us. I still got to check this. I'm not a good professional. Cliff Central Sport on YouTube. Cliff Central Sport, where you get your podcasts. Cliff C Sport Twitter. Cliff Central Sport everywhere else. I hope I'm right. James will correct me. Follow us somewhere. PTP show. MKT is done. Who? MKT. Never heard of him.
cliffcentral.com. Hey, what's happening? It is your hostess of the mostest, MKT here uh, from the infamous MKT show, live on Cliff Central Sport on YouTube. Catch myself and many other passionate sports fans, enthusiasts, uh, maniacs live on YouTube every day from 12 till 2 p.m. Central African time and from 3 to 5 live on the Cliff Central app, cliffcentral.com or wherever you may consume Cliff Central's content. In case you missed the live stream, the MKT show is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, like, share, subscribe. Be a friend, tell a friend. If you're joining us for the very first time on YouTube, hit that button. The button is below. Get involved in the comment section. This is Mbulelo Kayele Tutinta, and I approve this message. Yes, you can. Cliffcentral.com